0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Discover the new 3-Step Pro Partial range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial. Available at Walmart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. It is Tuesday, it is the 13th of August, the last time I checked, I could be wrong. Um, But if it is, it is. If it's not, it's not. There's nothing we can do about it now. I've gone there there and I can't do anything about it. Tonight's show, of course, is brought to you by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a bookmaker. You can get their app on your Apple devices, on your Android devices, all your devices. You can get odds on football, all other sports and everything else beyond that. Um, if you like gambling, try Paddy Power's app, gamble responsibly. If you don't like gambling, disregard everything I've said. Pretend I didn't say it and um, we go from there. Um, What are we going to do tonight? Well, I have Grizz on the line and I have uh, Louis, who's a Chelsea fan on the line. So we're going to talk about, um, I suppose, Liverpool from the weekend a little bit, Chelsea from the weekend, couple of, uh, you know, line up predictions, score predictions, and and look, if you have any general questions, whether that be about Liverpool or Chelsea, um, absolutely walk away and ask the lads. Just be nice. Don't be, don't be don't be stupid let's be honest there uh, that's that's the only way i can put it here um straight in ray dickinson asks uh thoughts? tots um looks like it looks like a tight muscle um he may be all right he may not we'll get into that a little bit more as we go along um so let's get into it um i'm gonna start with my guest um who's not real it's louis louis how are you
2: i'm very well mate how are you
1: yeah i'm good i'm good i'm good um I just wanted to start off the show with um. I want. I, I, I mean, I watched Chelsea at the weekend, okay, um, against United. I thought they were good for about forty minutes or so, and then there was more or less a collapse. And every time they lost the ball, they looked like they were in danger. Um, and it just got me thinking about the squad they have. I know they're they're restricted in what they could do uh, in the transfer window because of embargoes against transfers and different things. But is there more to come from this Chelsea team? Do you think? And, the, and can you just run down on the players they may have been missing from Sunday because? I was looking at the likes of Jerry Cahill was gone, David Luiz was gone, I was looking at centre half thinking he looked very short. What players can we expect to possibly come in here tomorrow night?
2: Well, I think, to be honest, the, the squad that you see is going to be the squad that you're going to be facing. Um, William and Rudiger have been confirmed to be back from injuries and, uh, well, they are currently looking to be on the bench uh, for the game tomorrow, so whether they'll get a look in will be uh, something which is up for debate, I'm not percent certain, but... Look, for me, as a Chelsea fan, and I'm sure for a lot of Chelsea fans at the moment, due to the transfer embargo and what is, quite frankly, just a completely fresh start from Chelsea, if you look at the amount of youth players that are in the setup, it seems like this season there's almost, a write-off is harsh, but I'd say it's, it's an opportunity to develop and, and try some new stuff. Um, I think, to be honest, it's just going to be an experimentation season. Uh, Lampard is going to be given that time because, let's be frank, there's no one else that's available that is going to come in. There is no one that will take that job right now unless it is another club legend, which would just be a sideways move, if not a step backwards with the staff that Lampard's brought in as well, uh, such as Jody Morris, who understands these set up and can help get that movement from the youth to uh, the first team. But, I mean, in terms of start eleven, it probably will be Zuma and Christensen as your two centre-halves, um, which does worry me. Uh, I think I think the forty minutes is a bit harsh. I think we think I think the thing about that game is we looked good for about sixty. We looked good, but the thing is, it was just a case of Manchester United took their opportunities and took their chances, and you know, kind of moved the game in their direction just by being clinical where we weren't. And I think, obviously, let's be honest, against you guys and, and that front three, uh, we're going to be in a bit of a pickle. I think facing up to Salah Mino. And Manang?
1: Yeah, it's a look, as I said, I thought they were good for about 40 minutes um, and they were 1 0 down at half time. They were a little bit unfortunate. I just thought, in transition of the ball, I thought he just looked so open. And mm. it's not usually like Chelsea. Um, they're usually very quite, for me, they're quite compact down the centre of the park. And they mm. will push you wide and then try, try to fend and, and sometimes hit you on the break. I know people would say the Hazard thing is a massive miss. He obviously is going to be. He's one of the best players in the league, if not Europe. But you, you're saying the squad you see is the squad you're going to face. Um, mm. And William, William Willian and Kante would probably be back. You know things like that. When this when when the season gets going, do you expect Lampard to to find his feet and you know push on with this Chelsea side and possibly push for top four, if not top four, being around top
2: six? I'd say we'll be pushing for top six. Um, I, look, I I honestly couldn't tell you. I think it's too early to even be be having the conversation. I think you need to really. I think it's when. Well, December rolls around, obviously the, the old cliche of, you know, who is top of the league at Christmas, uh, is probably going to win it. The same goes for the top four, top six battle maybe. Um, I personally think we could be in amongst that best of the rest. I think it's going to be a bit more open this year. Um, that's what I think is going to be interesting. Um, so I think it's going to be, I, I think I'm going to be, we're going to get sixth. But I don't think it's going to be an easy battle for us at all.
1: Okay, um, Avi Hunter, air friend during the transfer window. Louis, you will not know. Grizz will and other people will know. He wants to know when he could make his debut on this show. He's ready to explain the situation with Bruno. Uh, Avi, I'll be in touch with you after this show and we will absolutely sort that <laughs> he's out. He's blown um, that chance, hasn't he? Uh, no, no, no. He's absolutely, he's, he's welcome on. Um, Kevin Sullivan says that Purisage looks a player, but Tammy Abraham doesn't have the experience to lead the line. We will get on to that later on when we get to lineups and stuff like that. Grizz, just going back, um, you know, I done a show on Sunday with regards to game and they were talking about it last night and and stuff like that but just your take on on Liverpool at the weekend, you know, Louis there explained that the squad you see is the squad you're going to get, they are hampered, Lampard was kind of, you know, the only man that would be looking to take that job because of, you know, circumstance but for you and how did you feel Liverpool went? Because I tried, I tried to put it that I was at the game and Liverpool were probably at about seventy percent first half and probably forty to fifty percent second half, probably saving some legs. But what did you make of Liverpool' first day of the season on Friday night?
3: Yeah, I'd I'd probably agree with you in terms of that first first half was probably, you know, our scintillating best, but kind of we didn't really need to be. I mean, you know. Let's not, let's not um, beat around the bush. The goals were slightly soft. Um, but saying that, there are, I think Norwich are going to surprise a few people. I think they've got a very good manager and I think they've got very few, uh, quite a few handy players. So I think they're going to cause a few pr- uh, people problems. Yes, you can call them naive, trying to play their way out of trouble against bloody Liverpool and Anfield. I mean, that's like just asking for trouble, isn't it? And we gave them trouble um four new out of half time it really is difficult to motivate yourself after that to sort of you know go i mean first 10 15 minutes into the second half i thought oh my god this could be seven eight nine um you know we did have our chances we failed to put them away and then i think we just took our our, our, our foot off the gas and you know norwich being a possession based team and sort of got back into it and created a few chances um Overall, I'd give it. I'd probably I'd give our performance, even though it was four one. Was it four one in the end? Yeah, four one. I'd probably give it about six or seven out of ten max. Max seven out of ten. But um, it just shows you the level we're at. That you know, days gone past. We were, there was no way we were going to sort of win at sort of sixty seventy percent. But we can win games very comfortably now at sixty seventy percent. So yeah, good start. Um, Would have liked the clean sheet, but never mind. Uh, and I'm kind of looking forward to, to, to tomorrow's uh, Super Cup final, actually. I, I mean, you know, there's there's loads of debate whether it's a major trophy or does it count or whatever. But look, at the end of the day, um, you know, it is a day out for the fans and it's, it's becoming slightly more prestigious than it has in the past. And it's recognised by uh, UEFA. So, you know, we, we'll count it.
1: Yeah. Um uh, Dixon87 here says that that Louis fella uh, the Chelsea fan talks some sense you're awful a flyer here Louis um, you, <laughs> you, you really are um, you know Grizz doesn't get open in comments like that and and most of the time I don't either I never uh, <laughs> uh, but just some, some people have, have asked because of um, this stuff came out around City today and the punishment they've received for you know I think it's approaching young players and stuff like that and I'm not going to go into that in depth but with Chelsea having a transfer ban um, I think Chelsea's one was it, was there over FFP.
2: That was over approaching young players, right? Exactly okay, the same thing.
1: okay, exactly the same thing. So, so it looks like City have held their hands up to this and being fined somewhere in the region of three hundred thousand um, pounds. Mm.
2: Do you feel a little bit aggrieved with this, Louis? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think clearly UEFA just didn't want to, you know, annoy their masters. So, uh, you know, the the paycheck has to come in somehow, doesn't it? But uh, I mean, I'm I'm trying to. Uh, <laughs> keep a level be head. politically correct.
1: Yeah, I understand.
2: It's it's one of those where it's it's just like, do you know what? Like I I I just don't um I just don't understand why it's a different punishment for someone else uh and and there's a different different one for another party as well. It's like <laughs> look look I, I think if we've done it and we have, mm-hmm. we've been fined rightly so. Mm-hmm. H- hold your hands up to it. Move on. We've got to transfer around We just have to do what we have to do. Mm-hmm. What annoys me is the fact that there's no continuity and everyone's getting different things. And that's where the whole debate comes up of is you corrupt? Are they this? Are they that? And mm. then it just sparks debates. It makes everyone look bad. It's it's just unnecessary. Um, I'm not sitting here saying city are getting special treatment, but they are getting special treatment. Um, it's one of those where I'm, I'm yes. just like, ah. It, I, I read it, saw it, went, you know what? I'm just going to completely ignore it. And, uh, move on from that but um uh, you know it's, it's, it's just a lot of rubbish for me
1: yeah uh, kevo sullivan asks Louis: um did chelsea have a previous warning over this and then it was compounded by doing it again uh, you know is can you give me a slight bit of background on it is Oops. is it is something Oops. that's 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 being affected by doing it again rather than a, a forced time offense
2: so we had a transfer ban previously in 2010 mm-hmm. for gail kakuta Okay. Uh, so he was underage, and we signed him. Mm-hmm. And then oh I don't yeah, think,
3: Chelsea legend.
2: Yeah, the guy that did absolutely nothing, which is a massive waste of time. But it's okay, we, we did we did all right without Aiden, without him. But um, I I just, yeah, I, I I don't know if we had any previous warnings. I just think we might have just done a lot in comparison to City uh, and pro- approached them a lot more, a lot more, uh, well, a more variety of of younger players rather than maybe City only approached one or two. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm I, I'm I'm not one to. Uh, I'm not part of the club, and obviously not part of the legal proceedings. But I'm sure we'll we'll find out everything uh, from both parties, obviously City and Chelsea, when uh, they've served their their bands and stuff, or, or their respective bands and and paid their fines
1: Yeah, you know something, um, Chris. I'm going to ask you this question because you'd be more impartial than Louis would to this. But it, with this sort of thing, does it need to be? Does there need to be a mandatory punishment where? If you're caught doing this, whether it's one player or five, you're given a transfer window ban. Um, if you know if it, and, and levels to this, where if they find you've done level three, you get a transfer window ban, a fine, and then it could be points deductions. Does there need to be a, a system in place where we're not all guessing for months what will happen to a Chelsea or a Man City or anybody else for that matter? Does it need to be? Does it need to be legislated a, a lot better to stop? You know, rumour going around about. You know, uh, you know, FIFA or, or whatever are under you wait are or, or under certain clubs' homes. Does it need to be done like that?
3: Of course it does, Gav. I mean, and 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 the biggest, you know, the biggest, uh, the most hilarious thing is there is no uh, sort of uh, mystery of what was going to happen. I mean, I and along with probably ninety five, ninety six percent of football fans anywhere. Across the board, knew that City won't get a transfer ban. You know, we just we just knew that. I felt
1: so I felt he might get a transfer ban, but it would be the January window, and it would be that would even be a lighter yeah, slap I, than money.
3: I knew, knew, knew now. Most most people knew they're going to get a, a slap on the wrist and a little fine, mm-hmm. and that's the and and, and you know. If I was a Chelsea fan, I'd be mad, frustrated. I mean you know Lou kept quite calm, then you know, I would be absolutely seething if I was a chelsea uh, fan you know at the at the double standards of the hypocrisy. Fair enough, we don't know the crux of it, but I can't see it being much difference in terms of you know what the crime was you know it's fairly fairly obvious you know it's the same crime um it's just unfortunate or. You know, they Chelsea have got a fine. Uh, a, fine uh, a fine and a did you get a fine as well, didn't you, Lou? And a and a transfer ban. I, I and, think uh, it was
2: just a ban. Or was it just a ban? I think it was just a ban. Um, okay. From what I remember. But do you know, uh, the, do you know what the thing is like.
1: The, a fine means nothing to these clubs. You know, you well, could of you, you could you could fine any Premier League club ten million pounds tomorrow for approaching a young guy that plays for Jellingham. And they just turn around and go, yeah, whatever. You know, it's, it's no big deal. We, you know, we, there's a fella running out of his contract there and he's on 50 grand a week. So that's, that's two and a half million of a back over a year. Anyway, you know, um, a lot of people there are backing you up, Louis, and they're saying, you know, um, that they would be furious too. Um, there's a waste of time finding a club that's owned by a country, which is, um, which is, which is fair enough. Phil Quinn says Chelsea didn't offer FIFA enough money. Now, <laughs> the talk, the, to- the talk is that FIFA, UEFA... And is it the FA and the Premier League are all looking at this at the same time with regards to City? So we'll have to see what punishments come down the road. I'm, I'm really interested in the FA. I'm not so much UEFA because I fo- I find UEFA when it comes to mm. things like racism, they hand out 25 grand points, you know, and yeah. and stuff like that. So UEFA will kind of go along the lines of FIFA. They'd probably get a fine of half what FIFA fined them. So, but the F- the Premier League and the FA would face for me a major backlash from clubs all throughout the premier league and beyond if this isn't looked at very seriously if they are holding their hands up to what they say and it will be tapping up players and it will be ffp you know um so look we will have to wait and see i just wanted to touch on that because a chelsea fan being here and them having a ban and in city news coming out today so i wanted to touch on it but look we'll move on and we'll move on to the game on um on Wednesday night. So Grizz, um, Worst things first, two players that have kind of been, three I suppose, in the news this this week. Um, I suppose you could say forward Alisson, but look, if I keep going, I'll, I'll end up telling you the whole squad. But um, you have Andy Lonergan comes in on a short-term deal because of Alisson's um, injury. You have Dejan Lovren looking like he's on the way to Roma for around £15 million plus add-ons. And you have Na- um, Nabi Keita, who... Didn't wasn't carried off injured in training by any means but left training early and it looked like it might be a muscle strain um, just on those three what's your feelings on them quickly
3: um, yeah Alison there was a lot of rumours wasn't there uh, uh, about how it could be more serious and you know is it his Achilles and you know blah 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 but it turns out that it's exactly what they said in the first place initially uh, Klopp came out didn't he in the press conference or was it just in a was it just from the web, uh, club website saying that, you know, he's heard rumours of months and months, which is, you know, not true. We're looking at probably around the six weeks, four to six weeks out. So that's not as bad as it could have been, especially with the international break uh, coming up. So that's fine. The, the the Irish filler we've signed in goal, they'll do, you know, it's not a problem. Hopefully, fingers crossed. The chances of him making an appearance are slim, unless you know we're totally cursed and and and, a, and Adrian gets injured as well.
1: Oh, I think you make um, I think you make a league cup start because they'll have to put Adrian Adriana for um. Why? To, to, well, well, if 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 Allison is injured and Adrian's your number one. Um, mm-hmm. For the foreseeable Which is probably I don't think it'll be Six to eight weeks I think it'll be longer um, You'll have to put Lonergan In goal for your League Cup game Because you're not You're not going to risk What is essentially A fourth choice goalkeeper In a, in a oh, League I
3: may Cup be, game Or oh, it may be A League Cup game But you know From what I remember Of Adrian now It's funny isn't it You have to start Remembering Was Adrian any good For West Ham You know And, and you know I, I, I just can't remember him Being Sort of Bad
2: Says so, great penalties. Uh,
3: he takes good penalties, yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. He's a bit of a mad one, apparently, isn't he? Yeah, he's um, he does crazy things, apparently. But then we're used to that with like the likes of Dudek and Grabular, you know, etc. etc. So we love our loony keepers. So I think he'll fit in just just nice. Uh Nabi's a bit of a worry. Uh Nabi's a bit of a worry, man. We're just you know you wonder are we ever going to see the best of Naby? Oh, is he going to Ever be fully fit to sh- sort of, you know, have that ten games in a row where he can show his levels, which no doubt you know are very high. But you know, just sometimes some moves just don't work out, Gavin. I really worry—is this one of those moves that are just not going to work out eventually? Because uh, you know, slowly, slowly, the pressure will build. Gavin, he was a sixty million, fifty-sixty million player. I think. Do you know what I mean? So
1: I think it may build. Um, but I think there's a bit of a overreaction over a toy, you know toy or toy muscle or whatever it is. You know, this is a guy yeah, that. you say that. Uh, listen, yeah, you Chris, say that. Chris, this happens all the time. Listen to me, this, this happens all the time. A guy goes away and plays in an international tournament, which he was treated fairly badly you know, by his country, they were insisting on him playing and he was injured. He comes back, he plays a couple of games, he looks fine, he has a bit of a tight muscle. It happens all the time, you know what I mean? No problem, no
3: problem. No, no, no. 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 What
1: I will say to you is, if he if he's out with this game tomorrow night and he's out with Southampton for sake and he comes back and then there's niggles constantly going on, yes, I'd be with you. But I think, looking at his circumstance over the summer, how he's come back, He's played a couple of games, Look fine, a little bit of a tight muscle, no problem. And I think Klopp would rather than turn around and go, listen boss, this is a little bit tight. And he goes, yeah, no problem. Don't worry about it. We'll sort it out. Rather than try to play through it and, and make it worse. So that's just my no take problem. on problem, No,
3: no, that, that, no, no. That's, that's a, f- a very fair take. And yeah, I'm willing to go with that for now. But I'm just saying, I'm kind of speculating uh, and I'm saying, let's say, you know, he misses the next two games. All right, fair enough. Then he comes back has a bit of a run over one two games and breaks down again. Mm-hmm. Where do we start? When do we start comparing him to the likes of, dare I say, Adam Lallana, Lovren, etc., etc.? Do you know these guys that are sort of known to be, you know, unreliable and injury prone? You know, mm. it's, 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 he's missed a fair chunk. And from what I know, or from what, unless you can correct me. There's not been any major, major injury issue. It's just small little muscle strains here and there, from what I know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can excuse the likes of Oxlade uh, to be out for a number of, you know, months when he when had a serious injury. But Nabby hasn't had a serious per se injury. It's been small niggles here and there. So, look, I, I want to give him absolutely every chance to prove himself because you know i'm one of his biggest fans in terms of a football and what he can achieve in terms of his level and skill and what he can bring to our team but there's always that fear factor in the back of your head when you know he misses he just can't get a continuous run of games you just think is it going to work out for him you know us and Mm. but you know fingers crossed as you said it's just something minor and it's come at the early stage of the season plenty of games to go and hopefully he can get himself fit
1: yeah um People are asking there about Adrian. Uh, one person said, "How do you feel he the back forward will react to him um, with, with him being, you know, more of a goal line keeper rather than an, an aggressor like like Allison. And you know, I think somebody says there he'd be fine. He'd have a better back forward than he's ever had before in front of him. Uh, I think that Kev O'Sullivan says that. I'd agree with that. Um, For me on Friday you night, know, he, he was he was. He was, he was on the edge of his box all the time when we were, when we were in possession. He was very vocal to all the players around him. He, he looked to settle in alright and look, a couple of games, you give him the benefit of the doubt and then you see how we go with regards to Adrian. Um, you know, somebody says there he's, they're genuinely devastated by Keita. He watched Bundesliga football and couldn't wait to see uh, Keita in the Liverpool shirt. Uh, You know, other people are saying opportunities for Ox with Naby being out. So, there's, 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 there's plenty there as opposed to um to, to, to kind of chew on and, and see what happens. but I think you know a little clip of, of Naby Keita coming off with a tight muscle strain. you know it could be anything he could have got a dead leg, it could be anything we actually don 't know we 're just speculating um but we're, just before I forget we 're giving away a free bet tonight um for the game tomorrow it 's a bet of your choice. you make it up, we do the odds we put it out there um and Louis, I apologize in advance the people that win, uh, the people that can win this tonight, all you have to do is post up on the comments your favourite goal against Chelsea. Any goal you want um, Could it, yeah.
2: it be a Chelsea goal against Liverpool like you know Denver Bars when uh, uh, no, I don't think that'll make it but, uh, <laughs> but I,
1: I, 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 I can put it to the listeners and we'll see how we get on um, that, that Louis speaks
2: sense is definitely going to change yeah you that's watch. absolutely
1: yeah. Yeah, you, you're absolutely finished um, but no your favourite goal against Chelsea from whenever you want and I'll pick, I'll pick the one that kind of catches my eye and then I'll contact you and you give me the bet and we'll post her on Twitter and stuff like that I will go through a couple of specials before we finish up. But lads looking looking towards, we we've we've spoken about a couple of players there on the Liverpool side. Um looking at a couple of players Louis on the on the Chelsea side before we go into you know line up predictions and um score predictions, there's just a couple I picked out. Um one is Aspa Laquete um the second one is Kante, and the third one is Pulisic. And the reason I picked them out is, as for, Liqueza, for me has been a sensational defender for Chelsea from the day he arrived. Um, it's my opinion that he should go back and play centre-half, possibly in his three. Um, Kante will be more and more um, valuable than he's ever been to Chelsea this season, in my opinion, because of the predicament they're in. And Pulisic, I just wanted your thoughts on how you see him fitting in and do and, and you expect big things from him. I know that's an awful lot to put to you, Louis, but they are absolute best with it.
2: No, nah, it's, it's, fine. I mean, I mean, first of all, I think that's been a quite a thing. Definitely agree with you. Um, he, he got caught out massively, uh, at the weekend. Um, he, he's kind of been tasked with bombing down that right hand side now, where that wasn't, you know, completely certain at some points last season. He's now been tasked with getting forward and at the beginning of the game, it looked good. By the back end of the game, we were completely exposed at the back. Uh, he just simply doesn't have the legs for it. And to be honest, he's, He's good offensively, but he's much better defensively. And I think it'd be better to use those assets at a centre half spot. Question is, who comes out? Christensen or Zuma, obviously, when really good fit as well. There's going to be, you know, a lot of contention for spots. Uh, and in terms of those right back slots, you've obviously got, uh, Davide Zappacosta as someone who could come in as an option, who's not great, but obviously there is this, uh, phenomenal talent. Probably Chelsea's great, great young talent at the moment. Uh, other than Hudson odoi and Loftus Cheek is Reese James. Um, and there's a lot of, uh, potential for him to, uh, be coming into the side. And it's been talked about a lot, especially after his amazing stint at Wigan last year where he pretty much played everywhere, um, and was phenomenal in every position. Uh, so it'll be good to see him come into the side. Um, so yeah, on that, completely agree. Kante again, defensively all over the place and, and we have pretty much had no midfield at the weekend. Kante next to Jorginho Arokovich in those two uh, deep line position, one of those two deep line positions would be ideal. Um he he's not he's a doubt for tomorrow. Uh he's probably yeah, somebody is out
1: there, is he a doubt for tomorrow?
2: Yeah, he's um yeah, he's he's pretty much on the verge. It's 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 not sure. He's pretty on seventy percent. But you know, we saw him pocket uh apparently the uh South American Kante during Ramadan. And on 40% fitness at the Europa League final. So, you know if he does come into the side, let's, it'll be good to see how important he is. But, obviously, I prefer a fully fit Kante for Leicester at the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Pulisic, uh, he had a bit of a rude awakening when it comes to the Premier League. When he, uh, he rinsed one Basaka, then got, you know, sandwiched between him and Pogba uh, for physicality. I remain sceptical as bad as that sounds. Yes, he's, a, he's still a kid, and yes, he can still develop. However, he was pushed aside out of that Dortmund team by Jaden Sancho. The actual statistics don't look that great, and also, I think, the huge pressure of being, you know, quote-unquote, the guy to replace Hazard, uh, even though he's really not because he can't replace Hazard. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he handles that. I think... It's very harsh what I'm saying and I completely understand that, but I, I, I'm a glass half empty kind of guy. I'm a bit of a pessimist and obviously I'm kind of sitting here going, look, let's see what he does. He could have an amazing season and there's, you can definitely see, you know, with a ball over the top, that's the pace the kid has is unreal. I want to, I can, I could say that because he's a year younger than me and that's even more depressing. Uh, but you know, I think that, you know, it'll be interesting to see how he tackles the Premier League and when it comes to pace and, how we play, we seem to be liking to press high at the pitch and really be aggressive and have a lot of energy. And unfortunately, Pedro and William probably aren't going to be able to do that much longer. Willian longer than Pedro. Pedro is more of a, uh, a probably guy that you're going to play down the middle now. Uh, mm. cause he just doesn't have the pace anymore. Um, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Christian Pulisic, I hope he proves my pessimism wrong coming into the season.
1: Yeah, just, just looking at Chelsea. Look, like, oh, I'm just thinking here as you're talking, and and for me, if if I was Chelsea, I would I would try my best to get it back. I, I know I've said about Azpilicueta playing in a, in a three, but if you if you was to persist with Azpilicueta in a as right back in a in a back four, I think for me, I'd be looking at Chelsea to say right, Jorginho and Kante in a two in midfield, and then you could go something like Pulisic, you could go Pedro in the middle as a ten you know the kind of way and you could have somebody out on the right and and then you're looking at one striker they they still have good options there for me it's just Lampard's been thrown in at the deep end it's hard to put your stamp on a team when you're not allowed to bring anybody in so I feel a bit sorry for him in that Um, he done quite well at Derby County last year and then This comes along but listen they they have they have got assets there you know it's it's just getting them right but you know yourself if it goes six eight league games and they've only won one or two or there's a couple of draws or a couple of dodgy things in there it it can go south very 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 fast but we'd have to wait and see um going on to going on to the game though so grizz i'm going to come to you and a lot of people are asking here do you think we might rotate for this game because you know we look like we are slowing down against norwich in preparation for this game and literally we think every league game is a must-win the way ourselves and City carried on last season. Um, but looking at looking at the way we may line up, Chris, what's your feeling, line-up boys?
3: Yeah, I, th- I, think, uh, I think we would have made a fair number of changes. Uh, I think I- I'm pretty certain Naby was due to start, uh, but unfortunately that's not going to happen now. Um does it give Ox an opportunity maybe to get into the team? Uh he hasn't looked great in preseason. I think me and you've discussed this before. A slight concerns again with Ox. I know he's been out for X amount. Um you know, maybe I'm being slightly harsh on him that you know he i d I'm not being harsh on him, I'm just kind of being real and just saying how it is. You know, he, 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 he's coming back from one of the most horrific injuries you, if any footballer is likely to get. Um, will he ever get back to that dynamic box-to-box midfielder that Klopp had turned him into centrally? You know, fingers, fingers crossed, you know, touch wood and pray to every god, you know, I hope he does. Um, does he get a look in tomorrow? Maybe, maybe with the absence of um, I think I think Matip gets a start. I think Mane gets a start. So that's two definite changes. Um, I think Naby was going to be the third one. I don't, I don't, I, I, definitely think he's going to shake you up in midfield. Maybe, maybe even rest Fabinho. You know, Fabinho covered a lot of ground in that game. Um, I saw a stat where it said he sort of made more tackles. Check this one for a stat. He made more tackles than Southampton. The whole, the whole team of Southampton. He tackled Henderson.
1: Yeah. At the end of the half. Oh, he
3: fucking tackles anything and, Henderson,
1: and everything. Henderson, I don't know if you've seen this, Louis, you probably didn't because it wasn't in the highlights package. But against Norwich, the ball is in the middle of the park. It's the, the, the whistle's about to go for half time. Henderson goes to take the ball to the chest and Fabino just runs at him at about 100 miles an hour and head headers him. He literally headies the guy in the middle of the pitch and oh no, he's mental. he hits the ground but, but the, and the whistle's blown. Fabino's an animal
3: we're going to need him and we're going to need him Jesus. in near enough we're going to need him in in every in in every um premier league game near enough so mm-hmm. i think these are the kind of games maybe he's given a little bit of a rest and a day off maybe genie now gets into that sort of number 6 role maybe adam lalana gets a game so yeah i think we have got a few options there in midfield to bring in freshen it up i think the front three will be reunited i think uh, mané will come back in for sure uh it's it's in midfield where I think we're likely to maybe make possibly two changes, uh, and of, of course, Matip for Gomez. Okay.
1: So you're going to go with Adrian and goal. You're going. Oh, to go right, with-
3: so if you want, me, if you want me to pick a team, yeah, as you do, and you know, I get slightly confused because you confuse me, but I'm going no, to try and no, it's not that; it's because
1: you can't count. All
3: right, so we're, we're looking for 11 players, right? So Absolutely. we're going, we're going Adrian, and we're going Trent, Matip. Uh, I was going to say Lovren VVD Robo. I think Genie it would have been Naby I think Genie Hendo and Ox and then the front three
1: okay fair enough um Louis, on to you, um, the Chelsea side that you will pick. And just to make it fair, Louis, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let people, on top of their favourite goal against Chelsea, I'm going to let people pick the one Chelsea player that they would have loved Liverpool to sign. But I am going to exclude Eden Hazard because I'll just end up Hazard all over the screen. So, um, If people want to give me their favourite Chelsea player that they would have loved Liverpool to sign, uh, throw them in there as well. So, Louis, to you, um, your Chelsea team for tomorrow night.
2: Uh, I, I was, I was deliberating over this earlier when I was filming my preview and I'm still not 100% certain. I think the backline's going to be the same as United. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I think Lamp- Lampard, you know, he said it in his uh, pre-match press conference that it's a really important time. He, as a player, he was always out going out to win the finals irrespective of what it was. Uh, and there's, it's no different for this. So I think he's going to go for it. So it'll probably be Kepa, uh, goal. <laughs> Emerson at left back, Asper Laquetta at right back, it will be Zuma and Christian as the two centre halves, uh, because, uh, Rudiger's really still not 100%. Uh, I reckon it will be Kovacic and Jorginho again. Uh, it will be... I think he'll put Ross Barkley in at number 10 and rotate a bit with Mason Mount, although he has stated that Mason Mount deserves an opportunity, so he might even still be in the side. So, for the sake of arguing, I'll put Mason Mount in as well. Uh, and I think Pulisic will could get his first start. And it's a toss up between Giroud and Batshway for me. Okay. Uh, up front. I'm, I'm 100% certain. I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go Batshuayi. I reckon he might start him.
1: I would have went with him as well because I don't, I think Giroud is quite good physically. But we have Verger van Dijk, whereas Batshway has that little bit better movement and a bit more pace. And, I think Chelsea are going to sit back and they might need that pace on the break. Um, that's just my opinion on Chelsea. Um, so listen, we have to, we're going to have to do scores. Um, you can, I don't know if it goes to extra time and penalties or straight to penalties. I haven't looked it up. Um, I don't do research like that. Um, maybe one of you two know, but Grizz, um, the score prediction for tomorrow night. Score
3: prediction for tomorrow night is, I think we win 3-1.
1: 3-1. Okay, uh-huh. no problem. I'm not going to ask you for goal scorers. I won't do that. Uh, Louis, for you, a match prediction? Score prediction for tomorrow night?
2: I think it would probably be the most Chelsea thing ever to lose Fulner to Manchester United at the weekend and then somehow scrape a victory against you in the Super Cup. Uh, I'm going to go 1-1 and we win it on penalties.
1: Okay, 1-1 on penalties. Is there penalties.
2: extra time tomorrow? We don't, I don't know. I don't know if it goes
1: straight to penalties or it goes to uh, extra time. I would presume with it would have been an official game it will go to extra time. Um, uh. Uh, Chris Brack says it does go to extra time and then penalties. Um, Dazzler says four-one to Liverpool. A few people are coming in with their players like Robin Zola, Lampard, Drogba, Mata. um There's loads of different players coming in there. Um, so yeah, uh, James Kelly reckons it's a uh, manly hat trick tomorrow in a four-one win. But uh, look, we, we've 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 done all our, our, our bits there with regards to the game and with regards to. Um, line-ups and, and scores and stuff. Just a couple of um, specials for you for tomorrow night from Paddy Power. On Paddy Power, you can go to football, you can go to specials, and then you can go down and you can actually find an LFC day for specials page. Just a few I picked out there. Um, Mane, Salah and Firmino, all the score is 8-1. Uh, to up to score in Liverpool to win both halves is 20-1. to And The one I like the most, Kante um, and Firmino to be booked. Both teams to score and over 10 and a half corners is 50 to 1 but if you go onto that specials page there's loads can't of them there can't won't play Gav hmm?
2: can't won't play
1: yeah but he'd be booked anyway it's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just what happened
2: sure yeah but he won't do anything stupid he's too nice for that everyone loves him God, yeah
1: but they'll book him anyway they will. They'll do it <laughs> <up> for being They'll do <laughs> it for something.
2: So, um, look, I, I had those last the <laughs> mods, so maybe we should, uh, you know, book him so some people get some wins. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I'll tell you, uh, Paddy Power told me today that the specials for the Norwich game returned um, three thousand euros to in winnings to to people that bet on them. So that wasn't bad for the weekend. Um, mm. So look, lads, it's been an it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining me. It's it's late enough at night. I know people have work to do tonight and tomorrow and things like that. But it's been an absolute pleasure, Louis. Um, it's been a pleasure. I'd love to have you on again when when we come to face Chelsea again, if that's possible.
2: Definitely, yeah. Thank you very much for having me. I've really enjoyed
1: it. Good, good. we I, mean, I think we were nice enough. See you, weren't we? Yeah,
2: yeah. It was it was all right. It was
1: all right. I survived. All right, just about. Uh, Chris, <laughs> listen. Thanks to me for joining me, Chris.
2: Yeah, you're, you're all right, mate. No
1: worries. you with me today. Okay, no problem. Listen, um, that's been the Fatback for Daily. Um, that's been it for Tuesday, the 13th of August. I always forget these dates. Um, we will be back with you tomorrow at 10pm, providing the game doesn't go to extra time. If it goes to extra time, we'll be, we will be straight with you um, after, the, after the game ends or comes to some sort of conclusion and uh, can't Kante gets booked. We're not coming on until can't they gets booked. Um, but uh, now that, that's been it. That's been really good. I will have a look back through the broadcast, and I will pick out if not one, I'll probably split the bet in two one for a player that's being picked, one for a favourite goal that's being picked. I will contact those people. They will get. I will put the bet on whatever bet you want, and uh, post her on Twitter and stuff like that. But look, that's been the fatback for daily. Thanks for joining us. Over now.
0: People say treat yourself like you need a reason, but McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like. Old McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for $1. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
1: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball.
1: Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever
0: someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying.
1: The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico?
0: Yeah, they were our team sponsor.
1: Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.